recent events include Hess meeting with Multi, which is potentially run by her mother, and it's this organization keeping an eye on things popping in from other universes to, you know, basically kick them out before weird stuff can follow. And they missed an anomaly several months ago that happened to pop into this reality the same time Hess's girlfriend, soon to be fiance, vanished. Hess was not happy about this. So then she and Kyle decided to go break into the lab and steal the tether from the vault going in. It went just smooth as possible. No one questioned. There were no issues. Kyle scared the crap out of two guards. And they're like, nope, not paid enough for this. So you got the tether. You got three, four, you got a questionable amount of orbs. <laughs> four orbs. Three of which hold stolen magic that potentially belong to three of the old men who are actually decent slash good people. And the fourth that is empty and you also stole the thing that is tethering the stranger to this reality, the source of the anomaly. And then Hess graffitied the grimoire, setting off the alarm, causing Kyle to have to basically fly out of there. All of the outside wolf pack members that tried to stop Kyle got murdered. Hashtag YOLO? Yeah, you also like blew up the dumpster outside. And then you touched the thing and had conversations in the apartment and then, which were both interesting and I'm actually glad I got to do that when I did because I was looking forward to doing that. Kyle went and hid the thing. And the rest of the night passed on eventfully, except for Hess having really, really bad dreams. Meanwhile, through most of that, Winward was visiting with Theodore Marin, one of the good members of the old men. That's where Winward found out about the missing magic, the plans going on in the background to unsee the old men, among several other things. One of Cole's guys showed up and almost got murdered for not explaining why he was there. <laughs> but it turns out Cole was able to arrange a mass exodus of all of the influential slash good people in Oak Ridge to his mom's house. Because the stranger was making moves on them. There was some trickery going on to confuse the wolves that were just outside as to who actually had Theo... When we're break checked the werewolf, and it worked really well. And then Winward had a conversation with a stranger. That didn't go as well for the stranger, but it was very enlightening. And now everyone met up at Hess's apartment. At some point went to junk drawer. Kind of found out what was going on. You've been delivered the pe last pieces that you need to complete the Soul Seeker, courtesy of Roma. Still have no idea how in the world she knew what you needed, where, why. Lots of questions around that. And Hess also got a text that the tower security is coming for her after what happened, because she was spotted. Her boss just gave her a nice little heads up. And I believe we left off with y'all going to the mom's house. Sounds about right. I think I got all of the high spots of that. Remind me what we were going to the mom's house for just to kind of like meet up or what was the... 
Partially part of why you were going there is because Tower Security was coming to Hess's apartment. So figured mom's house is probably the most secure place you could be. We did the last bit of last episode at Junk Drawer. That's where we were. Oh yeah, you were at Junk Drawer. Why do I remember you going to Oh yeah, we were in the junk drawer. I don't remember. Yeah. I think we haven't Wait. decided to go to mom's yet. Gotcha. So are we doing this here or are we moving everybody to a secure single location so we can put all the souls into one into the bodies at the same time so we're not running around? My understanding from the end of the last session was because when we fired up the when we fired up the device, the soul seeker, it would basically alert extra dimensional entities. It was it would be like I think the metaphors that it would be ringing the dinner bell. But specifically, once we started putzing around with the souls that are missing, the ones that we needed to find the four disappeared people, that's when the stranger specifically would know that it was us that was coming for him. And he's a bit more of an immediate threat, so my recollection was that we were going to run a test or two just to make sure that the damn thing works before, you know, expose ourselves to a little bit of risk before we expose ourselves to the monumental risk of all of the bad things. That might have been where talks of the talk about going to the mom's place came in because they have worded their territory specifically against the stranger. Oh, right. Yeah. Is there any risk in us moving? Would we be able to get there more or less unopposed? Because we could just, like, open on that setup or we could run the tests here, bounce in order to push off anybody who would be looking for us here, and then head over to meet up with the rest of the crew to do the one really loud one. Yeah, that that could work. Like, be ready to go and move the two unconscious people. I will point out, Roz is still in the hospital, so you may not be able to get her body, but you also may not need to have the bodies present to be able to guide the souls back to where they belong. Right. Oh, yeah, I forgot that that was part of the discussion, that we would actually be able to tether and pull. Which is nice. Yeah, because the souls have been removed from the place where they should be, so part of the spell can allow Hess to sort of kind of tug them back and get them going back to where they belong. Just a little nudge, this way, this way, back to your body, come on. (laughs) There was also mention of trying to look for bards to see if you could find that Higante and see what he would be able to do to help. Yes, because having a monster on side would be big. I mean, he's a spirit, but still. A potent spirit. And we need all the allies we can get. Yeah. What do you think is going to be the best for us to do here? What's the best drama So I will say, some of these bodies have been without their soul for a while, and there's no guarantee that a test to find Cat, or um, insert question mark here, 
would work given that those are two very unique circumstances. A test to see if you could find Bartzel could be a good test, less tricky. Even with the magical means you've been using for Hawk and Darren, it's still gotcha. not good for a soul to be untethered for that Gotcha. Long. Okay. And I feel like Windward wouldn't know, probably know that. Okay, so we should shelve personal projects for now and get to those later. Yeah. Perhaps okay. after you've banffed elsewhere. Yeah, in that case, it's time to move. So I presume we... Pack up all your stuff? Yeah. Pack up all of the, uh, the items of interest and the, the Soul Seeker itself, now fully assembled in the box, and put the bodies in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Just a normal day. Time you've been dry in the in the past three days that you've driven around with two soulless bodies passed out in the back of your car. Listen, does the fact that they're paused mean that they are limp, or do they remain like stiff, like in complete stasis, do not move? Because that is very funny. If they're just like ramrod straight, we just like scoop them directly up out of the <laughs> out of the cots that we've got them in. I'm gonna roll for it. Perfect. It's odds. They're just like completely limp. Gotcha. So you're able to position them. You do not have to figure out how you're going to fit the entirety of Hawk's height in your car. Yeah, like Hawk is is in the back seat, and uh, Darren is is curled, uh, kind of like folded over, and in the back of the car, threw blankets over him. <laughs> breakfast at burning it no not even that we're not trying to make them look alive we have blankets over them we've just got stuff in this car yeah it's okay it's fine don't worry about it. you have you have like a duffel bag over <laughs> over most of Hawk's body <laughs> so it just looks like you have a duffel bag <laughs> sitting up in your car for some reason yep just like an old frame pack or something yeah, you probably got something to make it not look super weird, but as you're driving, can I have everyone roll to keep your cool as you are driving with these two soulless, like, really floppy bodies in the car <laughs> to the mom's house? Oh, no. I got a four. Oh. I got ten. I also got a ten. So... Kylan has just like super chill. Everything is completely normal. It's because we're used to this kind of shenanigans. Like this isn't the first time we've transported a body somewhere. Like that's the feeling that you get uh, with us. Yeah, there has been times where we've had to clean up a mess of Kyle's. <sighs> and my question for Windward is, is how are you kind of giving away that there's something weird here? I think like... Kyle sitting in the back seat with the, God, what was it? The nothing important box that's got the soul seeker on it, in it, mm -hmm. sitting on his lap. And Windward cannot stop looking at it. Like, keeps glancing up into the rearview mirror. And their driving is suffering because of it. Because it's, it's like, it's constructed, it's finished. 
the things there. Yeah, sure, we've got other shit that we're going to be using for sooner, but just, you know, the bodies or whatever. This has been a thousand-year project, and it's done. Because of your poor driving, you do notice, like, a cop car on patrol starts to follow you for a little bit. They don't have their lights on. Hmm. They're just keeping an eye. I hate it. And you're, you're able to get to the mom's territory without issue. They kind of peel off after you turn into the neighborhood. But someone followed you. So there's someone who knows where you are. And that's at least one of you was behaving rather suspiciously. Because I imagine Winward's a pretty dang good driver normally. I mean, they've only been driving for like... A relatively short portion. Automobiles have only existed for a relatively short portion of their existence, so... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you've probably been driving as long as automobiles have been around. Or longer than most people have. A uh, previous employer uh, saw automobiles and was like, Oh, hey, those can run people over, and thought it was funny to have uh, Windward run people over with them. Poor, poor bosses. Poor, uh, don't... Hey, don't make don't make demonic packs, Kyle. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh huh. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm curious, Hess and Kyle, how are you reacting to Winward's strange behavior? I think Winward is uh, looking at me, uh, at Kyle, and that's why Kyle isn't really like worried about it because. Winward has looked at Kyle no, a lot. It's just normal. So Kyle doesn't really react to it. It's like, alright, it, there's something about me today, I guess. Uh, and that's that's what Kyle is thinking. Probably thinking he's Winward's picturing you in the um, demon dragon form. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> See, you should know better because there's something about you every day. Aww. Aww. I think Hess is in the passenger seat, like checking social media, and then when Woodward starts kind of like swerve a little bit, looks over. But do you want to? I can stop driving if you would like. Oh no 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 no! I, that's I'm 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 okay. This is uh, everything's fine. And that's when you notice the cop car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, just like that image of it's like the the camera is like in the in the windshield watching. It's just like you get that look up, look over. It's, Yes, everything's fine. And then Cop. car pulls into frame through the back window. It's like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Then you kind of try and straighten up, but you just, it's right there. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Both like, you're going to have your answer soon. And yeah. that is both exciting and absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And I can't just jump. I can't just jump. We've got other work to do. You can do whatever you want. That is the energy that Kyle is giving. You can do whatever you want. That's not helping with his focus. Hess just kind of looks back in the rearview mirror, sees this, is like, behave. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. So this is the, uh, this is the chaos squad still. <laughs> yeah. You just have like a modicum of self-control in the car. Kind of. Because of Wardy, but there's two of us. Yeah. 
So you are able to get to the mom's territory. No issue. Are you going to their house or? Uh, yeah. If that's where the if that's where the meeting is, that's. I mean, that seems to be the most sensible thing. No point in segmenting this off from everybody else. Yeah. I will say you do pass another car on your way out, but I don't know if anyone particularly notices it, and it's the other party. <laughs> Y'all don't notice. Where did they go? It's just this car you don't recognize leaving the neighborhood. It's it's an older car. It's a nice car. You don't recognize it at all. I'm sure that they have their own tasks for the evening. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, so. You've arrived at the mom's house. Yeah, yet another busy day. I suppose we should should knock. Are you taking the unconscious boys in with you? The solace boys. Nah, they'll be fine. At least until we know we can come in and then we'll be like, we gotta, we have some things in the car and then. They'll be fine. They won't, they don't even know what's happening. They'll, they'll be fine. Yeah. Yes, all right, well, let's pay a visit then. And uh, Windward will go up and at a doorbells at a knocking sort of operation. There's a little note that the doorbell's busted because the kids wouldn't stop playing with it. Mm. And they haven't gotten around to getting it fixed yet. Like, you can just knock on the door. Yeah. You knock and you hear Lydia's voice in the distance. Come on in. It's unlocked. Windward opens the door and sticks, uh, steps inside and says, Lydia, hello. It has been far too long. How are you today? Winward, how lovely to see you. And she comes up and gives a very friendly, motherly hug. Mm-hmm. Kyle is going to shrug and just, like, walk through the door as well. Remind me again. Do you, have you met the moms, Hess and Kyle? Have you met the moms or do you all just know of them? I don't think I've met them. Yeah, reputation kind of a thing, like because Cole's talked about them and they've been around. It's for... Yeah. And Hess is a lifelong Oak Ridge resident, so, like, by reputation. Um, hello, sorry to barge mm-hmm. in. Um, I'm Hess, but Hess, by the way, um, I work with your son, Cole. Um, we hang out occasionally. Oh, yes, I've... Rama's been... We've seen you around the lab. I thought you looked familiar. She'll give you a hug. Oh, all right, we're hugging. Okay, hug. She actually enjoys it. She was just surprised. <laughs> This dashing young lad, this is the one that I was telling you about last time that we, last time that we spoke, I had mentioned I was seeing somebody new, and, well... I'm new! Here he is, this is... Hi, this is Kyle. (laughs) Kyle, yes, that is me. She just looks and gets this big smile. Aren't exaggerating about him being handsome. It's a pleasure to meet you, young man. She'll hold out her hand for a handshake, and then pull you in for a hug. It's a gentle hug. Thank you. Very nice. My name is Lydia, and you are always welcome in our home. Um, is there anything we could help you with? Or are you just stopping in to visit? Not that we mind. I don't know if you've noticed. It's been a bit of a day or two for the movers and shakers in the world. How much, and I do believe that your boy Cole um, is, is involved, how much would you say that you know about the present going on, goings on? We've 
been keeping an eye on things and picking up word off the streets. Lots of people hear lots of things in this town and just this morning we had Millie, Angel, and Cole here as well. You just missed them actually. Oh, okay. Unfortunate. They're they're doing well. Angel She looks like she's been having a bit of a rough time, but we were able to get her patched up, alright? Oh, that poor dear, I'm so sorry to hear that. I believe they just left for a meeting somewhere. You just missed them. They must have been the car that was leaving. Yes, I, uh, I got the sense that it was important. So, sounds like you're relatively up to speed and uh, kind of hip to the situation here. I'm sure you're familiar with uh, the disappearance of a business associate of mine, Mr. Hawk, about a month ago, and then the boy, Darren, shortly after that. Had that news sort of uh, traveled around that they were missing? Yes, it has, and there were two others, I believe. Bart and Ross. People have been looking for them, but we haven't. No one's had any luck finding out what happened. Ah, yes, well, we do in fact have Hawk and Darren's bodies out in my car. Would it be possible if we can bring them inside? We've got a bit of a a bit of an operation that we are within proximity to begin work on. Oh, also, uh, Bart's body is currently being occupied by the stranger. It is a rather unfortunate condition. Oh, and also just to clarify, they're not dead; they're just soulless, so that they're, they're still breathing. Yes. Okay, good, because we don't allow necromancy on our property. Ah. But if they're not dead... Technically. Then... Technically not dead. Yes. And technically is the Very best way... Very technically speaking. Technically correct. You know, technically not cheating. Those are the best kinds. May I ask about what condition they're in? Stasis. I've paused them. Oh. Quite clever. So yes, uh, we'll... Is there a way to, to perhaps bring them in uh, unobserved? I feel like it's uh, something of a bad look to just be dragging bodies around. Well, if you want to, you can pull your car into... You can back your car into the garage. We have a space downstairs that should be usable for whatever it is you need. Excellent, excellent. And if any of Cole's charming uh, rogues gallery of companions happen to be about, we could also perhaps use a few extra hands to move them. And Windward will go and back the car and get the get the boys, get the boys into the basement. Lydia gets a little tied up with kids while you're backing it in, but you see Roma meets you downstairs and she guides you to this room that as you look around there's like it's got two longer tables, a smaller table in the center, and three chairs. Okay. Almost like it was set up for this. Roma, thank you very much for your help. I understand what um, remaining unaligned and uninvolved, uninvolved has meant to you in the past, and don't think that your generosity is not going unnoticed. She nods. While we may not be outwardly involved, we have learned it's better to play a long game. 
Sometimes small nudges can make a big difference in the long run. Also, Hester, you, you looked like you had questions about that. Uh, yeah, she kind of looks like she... Do you want yeah, to roll? Roll. <laughs> roll to figure someone out? Seven? So partial success? On hit, ask two, and on seven to nine, they ask you one as well. So I guess... How long have they been playing the long game? If that makes sense? Like, how long have they been pulling strings from the shadows? That's kind of a twist on, like, who's pull your, pulling your character's strings. Yeah. Or, like, well, uh, maybe a twist on, like, what is your character hoping to get? Yeah, what is their- what are they hoping to get from this, uh, this long game of, like, staying in the shadows and subtle chess moves? <laughs> Do you know what your second question's gonna be, too? So I can figure out what order to best answer them in. What are they worried that's going to happen with the stranger and everything, I think? Like, why, why now has that influenced them to act? As you look at her, you get a distinct impression. Because being a magic user yourself, you are sensitive to different kinds of magic. And you catch the magic from her, it just feels old. Very old, and she doesn't seem surprised by what's going on. It's almost like she saw this coming a long time ago. Hmm. She and Lydia may have seen this coming a long time ago. And their goal, why they've been just having this little neutral area, is... You know how there's the thing in, like, time travel movies where it's like... you go back in time you're afraid making a small difference will very much impact the future the butterfly effect yeah yeah but like that but going forward they've been playing a long game to make a better future perhaps even set up a bridge to survive what's going to happen okay makes sense do you say anything to her Hess I just want to say thank you for getting us the last little um, bits we needed for the ritual that We've seemed to be adequately set up for. It was very helpful. Of course, we like to be prepared for whenever people need help, and hopefully it'll help you find what you're looking for as well. She's wondering what you're hoping to get from this. Okay, uh, I think Hess looks a little shocked. Fidgets with the engagement ring. Uh, yes, we're, we're all hoping to find what we're looking for. Sometimes you find what you're looking for in the place you least expect to. True. Sometimes you have to have faith that doing the right thing, even when it feels like it's risking everything, it'll be worth it in the end. We can only hope. Winward and Kyle, you both hear this conversation. Right, so um, I'm going to get to work. Um, has to start busying herself, because if she doesn't, she's going to be emotional and there's work to be done. Kyle's going to walk up to Wardy and ask, can I help with anything? Yeah, I suppose at this point, well, it's, it's mostly in Hess's hands. We're, we're very fortunate to very fortunate to have someone to be able to take care of this. Okay. So it's just sit and wait then? Sit, wait, see if there's some small way you can make yourself useful, although... As a function of sitting and waiting, it um, 
rather amounts to about the same thing. These sorts of operations can be rather delicate. Sitting and waiting it is then. I'll be okay with that. Have a nice view. Yes. <laughs> Windward is looking at Kyle appreciatively, not in the thirsty sense. In the sense of this is somebody who has brought so much joy into my life. Life is likely to change soon. This might be one of the last few normal adjacent moments we are going to get before life is different. Life might be better. There could just be a heartbreak and then take time to heal that. There's a lot of possibility in the future and for right now. You know, for right now, the certain thing is that Kyle's here. And so I don't think Windward even says anything. I think Windward just kind of like takes one of Kyle's hands and the two of them just kind of go and sit, presumably in like a couple of chairs that are up against one of the walls out of the way so that Hess can work. I think they just like sit quietly and hold hands while the ritual is being prepared. Now to prepare the ritual. Just noticed I'm at three out of five corruption, and one of the potential moves is to take a corruption move from another archetype, which means I need to. I should probably brush up on those. Great, same. I get the feeling that might be relevant soon. As getting ready, like shrugs off. She's wearing a tank top underneath her sweater and like starts inscribing different Nordic symbols of like protection and warding upon herself, just as a precaution to be on the safe side because we don't know what's coming. Trying to twist around and do that thing where you get your back and can't really reach and looks like a dog chasing their tail. You start doing that and you Robo will kind of like just gently take it from you and just start doing it and she hands it to you so you can continue. Ah, yes, thank you. That was helpful. Yes, helpful. I should have done that. Anyways, back to- and just keeps going to work. She does what you're doing. It's fine, inscribing them on the floor in a circle around herself. Sprinkling a salt circle in the circle. Can't be too careful. Yeah, while you're doing that, you also notice Rama will put some- markings on the wall that are not immediately familiar to you, but you feel like there's some sort of shield or buffer being built around you, around this room. We will take it. This should help refract some of the energy and make it a little harder for people to track exactly what's causing this. Should buy a little bit of time to get other things done before anyone starts sniffing around for this. Sounds good, especially if the stranger comes sniffing around. I don't know if y'all have actually explained what you're doing to her yet. I think it has this, like, inscribing. Right, so, um, what we're doing is we've constructed a device to find souls. In theory, it should let me see the soul dimension and guide them back to where they need to go. Hopefully it doesn't attract anything else, but you never know with these sorts of things. New frontiers and all that. Yeah, that's what the words are for. It'll 
distract and make it a little harder for them to pinpoint for a while. Should buy you some more time. I take it. As will Fennec, because she knows dice are fickle. There's a thing, but I'm trying to think of who would know that is actually paying attention to what's going on. Actually, Winmer, just roll plus mind. Six, and my mind is a... One, seven, ha ha! I'll say the, the symbols that Roma's marking on the wall. You recognize them. You haven't seen anyone use them since probably around when you were young. You don't know exactly the details of what they do, but it does fit with what she says. That she's been around a while. Yeah, he is from the same time. Might not be of the same people, but there might be a story that I'm kind of starting to remember with some of the things that she said. I mean, to say that we're from the same time raises questions about time, but I understand what you're getting at. And Kyle, what are you doing? Just watching, or...? Oh, Kyle is giving pointed looks toward you this entire time, and is not really caring about what's happening. Kyle has really been out of it. Like, I don't even know what these soul thingies are that we're looking at. And for the most part, Kyle is just chilling out. This is also the first time he's been to this house, and he's easily distracted by a lot of things, so he's, like, also spending time, like, looking around like maybe not understanding everything but also just studying it anyway so probably as you're sitting here you feel this like faint tug sensation because you know george has the ability to summon his people to him he usually asks first and he he definitely is like let you know that he can do this and it can you can use it to get you out of pension you check your phone and george is like I need to talk to you. Sends you a place to meet him that's, like, at the property line. I'm gonna look at Wardy, and I'm gonna look at Hess, and I'm gonna say, You don't really need me to be here, right? Setting up right now, so no. I mean, we were, if anything does come through, we, you know, your muscle would be appreciated, but not right now. Of course. Since we're just setting up right now, I am gonna go for a little bit, and I'll be right back, okay? And... The last last part is mostly directed toward E. I'll be right back, okay? Okay. Alright, well, I'll see you later. I love you. I love you too. Yes, yes. Soon. And then Kyle is going to go and actually going to give a thumbs up to uh, George just to see whether George is going to just automatically like teleport him back or summon him back just because he doesn't want to travel at the moment right now. Just... Like, just teleport me. Today's been a day. There's a text back. Um, that won't work on their territory. Alright. Don't worry, I'm not far. And then I just start walking. You exit the house and um, there, there's like a little wooded area nearby and you can just see him standing in between the trees, not coming onto their property fully. I almost walk out, but just sort of like stand inside just like I just want to like I make it so that it appears like I just naturally stopped but also I want to stay in the warded area but I'm trying to make it look like I didn't do it on purpose 
in that case, I'll say like it's he's somewhere close enough to where you can have a conversation, but you are maintaining a distance. Yeah. What's up, George? Looks just like how you've always seen him. He's got his cane in front of him, but I'll say there does seem to be something different about him. George has always felt like some something otherworldly mixed with something very old. But that otherworldly face and since it's always been permeated there around him is faded a lot. Mm. He's like, good to see you're still alive. I've seen, I see. Stirred up quite a bit of trouble yesterday. What's going on? Well, you told me to find more information about the stranger. That's what's going on. Yes, yes I did. And then you told people you were working for me and then killed a bunch of people on your way out of the lab, which, I mean, no, no judgment here from what I've been able to gather. They weren't supposed to be there, but that does look a little bad on me. Especially given the fact that someone burned down the house of the main old man. I had nothing to do with that. Oh, I'm, I, I know. But that still has made it necessary for me to disappear for a while. Oak Ridge isn't really a place that I can remain. I still have a couple people in the area who can help out, but... What does this mean for us? Our friendship? No, our, our deal is still good. And you'll still be able to contact me through your phone, but I just need to be more careful in my operations. Also, one of the old men back home decided to shut the door, so wouldn't be able to do much anyway. Alright. Well, Apologies for the trouble that was caused. I'll try to be better. Just see if you can bring an end to this. The sooner the better. And then I can start working on getting things back to the way they were. And who knows, maybe we can make a more equal footed business deal. But for now, I need to leave because it's starting to get any kind of looks back behind him and you see there's something moving through the trees. That's not good. That shouldn't be possible. You alright there, George? Whatever this thing is, it's been here too long and it's starting to corrupt the earth itself. Mm. You can see pieces of this creature poking between the trees, legs that look like tree trunks of vines sprouting up in them and glowing yellow eyes and it's just dripping with darkness. That is interesting. You think they'll be able to break the wards, George? This thing has been around here only slightly longer than the moms have. Mm. But he's still up in here longer, but I think I've got one last trick in me. And he turns and walks towards it. You see darkness and tendrils wrapping around him and then swirls of tree of leaves and branches and mixing with the darkness and there's something big. I think um, Linward and Hess, you can feel a bit of it too, even though it's far away. You can feel that 
something big's going on in the woods, and then it just vanishes. And George is gone. Tempest Multi is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is an actual play podcast using Urban Shadows 2E Quick Start Guide, and it's set once again in the town of Oak Ridge, Tennessee. I am your keeper and producer. Hello everyone, it's Casey again. I'll be playing Cass Pravda, the Oracle Playbook. My name is Zadkiel, or just Zad. In this game, I am going to be playing Windward Pudge, and they are using the Imp Playbook. Hi there, I'm Maria Perry. I'm playing Millie Elza, your local vampy vampire. I am Blaze, and I'll be playing Jason Madison Coleman, the Aware. Sup, y'all? I'm Fennec Foxfire. I will be playing Hess, playing from the Book of the Wizard. Hi, I'm Gliza. I will be playing Kyle of the Tainted Playbook. I am Ava Rogers. I will be playing Angel Big, the Sworn. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com.